In today's show, we've got news about Walt Disney World annual pass information. That's always good to know. Disney goes solar. Walt Disney World reducing park hours. Uh, trivia, headline news, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Man, a buddy of mine didn't have his arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast. Oh, damn. It's gross. I hate when that happens. That's a bummer. We want to welcome you guys. Thank you for joining us to, uh, whenever you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever. Uh, but this show is brought to you by our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't kind of matter what kind of travel you're planning, a vacation, a family vacay, or just a couple's getaway, romantic getaway, maybe a destination wedding cruise or European adventure. Whatever you want to plan, if the travel gods are allowing you to travel, uh, destinations to travel wants to be your guide. So the best way to get in touch with them is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. It just started raining and thundering and lightning in my house. God help us all. God doesn't want me to do a podcast, apparently. Um, so, yeah, go to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the letter number two, excuse me, travel. D to travel. There's a quick little form and someone from destinations to travel will get right back to you. Guys, it doesn't cost you a dime. It's better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. It's like an umbrella outside right now. Better to have it because you need it. That's true. All right. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. How about you? Oh, dude. I've been sitting in front of a computer all day. Life is grand. Yep. Me too. Yeah. But you don't have stupid people barking at you all day. Oh, contraire, mon frere. <laughs> Today was my day for people. Uh, we won't get into that just in case my boss is listening. Uh, anyway, no, it's not my boss. It's some of the people. Anyway. Hmm. So how are you guys out there in listener land? Um, yeah. We've never really named our, our friends, Disney friends out yeah, there. Yeah, we tried once. You know what we have to do? You have to look at it, and I'll do it too. Uh, we had posted that picture at the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. Of that uh, that guest that made the wrong left turn down the <laughs> stairs. Yeah. <laughs> we have a boatload of comments, and I promised uh, uh, a winner somebody a prize. So we have to go through that list. All right, let's and, do it. Uh, you go through your list and let me know, and then I'll let you know. And maybe we'll right. pick. Maybe you pick your favorite. I'll pick my favorite, and we'll send them both something. Okay, cool. Okay, right. so we'll do that this week. We we didn't forget, and it is. I mean, it was Hilarious. funny to look at, but I feel bad for the people that were actually in the car. Yeah, I do too. I feel bad for the car. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, and then the poor security people that had to stand there and guard it. As if somebody was going to take it. And everybody's taking pictures of it and they're like, please step away from the vehicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Standing there looking all stern like yeah. Blart, male cop, mall cop. Uh, what happened with the chair vehicle? That's right. <laughs> I'm sure the guy got in the car and he said, how do I get out of here? And the valet said, make a left. Make a left. And- <laughs> 
What he should have said was go that way and then make not make a left here. Oh man. So apparently the dude that was driving the car was Mr. or Mrs. Literal. Uh, make left. Okay. Um but yeah. I mean I guess if you've never been there before, I mean, you know, it could be confusing. If you've never been to the if, Wilderness Lodge. If you Never driven a car downstairs before. If you don't understand the concept of what stairs are normally for, God forbid a bus was down there. Oh, Maybe yeah. A bus had been down there? Yeah, no, or people nervous. waiting for a bus down there. Oh, my God. It could have been horrible. Yeah. But what would have been funny is if you had gone down those stairs and continued across and gone down the other stairs, too. <laughs> That's awful. That would have been yeah, awesome. it would have been good if somebody caught it on video if that happened. Jeez, yeah. yeah. GMZ, that would have been better. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, any cameras that out there. I don't think on the Porta Cachere there are cameras pointing towards the parking lot, but it would, be, it would have been good. Good stuff. No. Anyway. If there, if there are, if there is video, Disney yeah. will never release it. Well, somebody's got it that they'll <laughs> want to share with us. Yeah. All right, anything else you want to get into before we get into it? No, I got nothing. Oh, hey, uh, well, there is one thing. We've got uh, we've got a big uh, thing that we're doing this weekend. We're, we're not talking about that. That's not a meetup. That's just you and us. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. We're going we're going to uh, we're going to break the bubble and we're going to go to the uh, Riviera Resort and uh, we're going to go to uh, Topolino's. Topolino. Uh, we're going to check that out. So keep your eyes on the uh, Disney Parks podcast Facebook page and the mm. WDW Park Hoppers Facebook page. I know we'll be doing some live stuff there as well as putting pictures up. If you want to see what the breakfast is, the breakfast situation is like. I'm just looking forward to uh, to getting on the property because I haven't been on the property yet. Really? And, no, I know because they made the rule. Um, it's just it's been COVID, man. They made the rule: if you don't have a reservation, you can't come on property. Mm. Uh, and especially once they opened it with the um, with the um, the Skyway, Skyliners, uh, you know, you can't you can't come on here if you don't have a reservation. Right. We've had a reservation before, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I am a little bit sad about is they hacked the hell out of the menu. Oh, yeah. And one of the things I wanted to try was this hash, and it's gone. So, Seriously? Yeah. Crap. Everybody was ranting and raving about this hash, and now it's off the menu. Yeah, all those places are doing that. Like the other day when we were at uh, Ravello for breakfast, there was like, suddenly I'm half the menu I used to be because of COVID-19. Yeah, I think it's because they're they're trying to pick ingredients that they can use in like every dish item. So they're not... Saying, oh, I, we just have to get this one thing for that one dish. They're trying to say, all right, if we get these 10, 20 ingredients, can we right. use them all in all these menu items right. or as many menu items as possible? That's what they're trying to do. Cause yeah, that makes sense. They want a single source and one delivery, less contamination, yada, yada, yada. Sure. Anyway. Makes sense. Yep. All right. Well, uh, nothing else we can do but get into the, the news. <laughs> And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, now you can customize your own magic Dis- magical Disney Park with the new mobile puzzle game. Hey, have you ever wondered, Tony, what it would be like if you could design your own Disney Park? Yes. 
that catch off guard there? Um, <laughs> with, with the new mobile match three game, Disney Wonderful Worlds, uh, players will get to wish upon a star and for the first time in forever, build their own versions of beloved lands. Ooh. But the thing is, is it's not out yet. So you can only pre-register right now. Uh, right. You can immerse yourself in a colorful <laughs> Disney park that's uh, waiting to be built. And with the help of Minnie Mouse and Mickey and friends, you can decorate classic Disney parks with attractions. Um, that's just the beginning of what you can do with the game, offering an opportunity to relive iconic Disney park moments and collect fan favorite Disney characters. Uh, no two parks will look alike with each wonderful world being as unique as the players themselves. Um, so if you're interested, you can pre-register at www.disneywonderfulworlds.com. Uh, that's disneywonderfulworlds.com. You'll receive a series of exclusive gifts and a unique Minnie Mouse decoration to adorn uh, your park at launch. Uh, Disney Wonderful Worlds will launch globally in the App Store and Google Play sometime next year. Apparently, it's dealing with COVID as well. Until then, you can stay up to date by following Disney Wonderful Worlds on the Facebook, on the Twitter, and on the Instagram. Nice. No, it's, I'm sorry. No offense, guys. I don't need another video game. Yeah. yeah. I got too many games, man. Well, they're hoping that they can build some of these things that can be revenue streams <laughs> yes. because the parks are not a revenue stream right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, if we talked about this on Monday, you would have had a little bit more time, but now that we're talking about it on Thursday, you only have a short period of time. Sorry, kids. Uh, annual pass holders at Disney World Resorts uh, can now enjoy discounts extras in August as Disney continues to welcome guests back to the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World. Uh, they now have some exclusive dis discounts now available to pass holders. First, a special welcome back surprise. Pass holders will be mailed a magical Tinkerbell magnet. Ooh. The Tink magnet is being mailed to guests with annual, annual pass holders later this month. Nice. I wonder may what makes it magical. Will she tinkle for me as she's on my fridge? <laughs> Every time I open the fridge door, I'll hear the little pixie dust sound. That could have ended so differently. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <clears throat> Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Also, for the first time in forever, pass holders can receive a 30% off select shopdisney.com purchases <clears throat> through August 14th. And like I said... Had we done this on Monday, you would have had a little bit more time, but now you're going to have to rush out there and go get something. All right. Uh, pass holders can also take advantage of the 30% off select merchandise at Walt Disney World Resort owned and operated merchandise locations now through tomorrow. <laughs> there's, there's also much to see and do for pass holders at this year's Taste of Epcot, the international food and wine festival that will go on forever, uh, will now celebrate the best of global food and drinks. There are 20 festival marketplaces to enjoy as well as family activities, limited edition merchandise, entertainment, and much more. The digital festival guide. They're not even giving out paper guides. I thought paper 
Never mind. The Digital Festival Guide is now available on the My Disney Experience mobile app. For more information about the park reopenings, reservations, features, experiences, offerings, safety measures, check out the Know Before They Go on the Disney Parks blog. And you can find more information about passholder offerings at DisneyWorld.com forward slash passholder extras. Wow. Extra. Extra. Read all about it. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot going on there, man. Jeez, there Pete. <clears throat> hey, in a, in, in a news story that's going to sound amazing like it came directly out of the old, you know, universe of energy. Stupid Judy. Stupid, stupid energy. energy. As part of Disney's long-term goal to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions. Disney is making ongoing investments in renewable energy across our operations. I'm sorry, Disney's operations. Sorry. Uh, Disney continues to seek innovative ways to bring clean electricity to their local energy grids and increase their own renewable energy portfolio. At their corporate campuses, Disney has implemented multiple renewable energy installations. For example, at the site in Southern California, They've expanded solar arrays into a number of rooftop facilities, including a main soundstage and a prominent walkway at the Burbank Studio lot. At the nearby Grand Central Creative Campus in Glendale, the primary parking structure includes a 460-kilowatt solar rooftop system. Can I pause just for one second? Is that safe? I mean, is that safe to have 460 kilowatts? on a parking structure that people have access to. Well, as I long mean, as they're not licking it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. Yeah, exactly. That, See, that would be bad. That would be bad. Uh, throughout Disney Parks and Resorts, uh, they have strove to uh, make available, uh, excuse me, make continued investments in renewable and lower carbon energy, taking into account the unique needs and infrastructure of each location. For example, Disneyland Paris is leveraging geothermal energy to help power its on-site theme parks and resorts. At Castaway Key uh, in the Bahamas, Disney Cruise Line uses solar power to heat water for their crew on the island. And at Disney California Adventure, their Radiator Springs Racers attraction is powered by 1,400 solar panels. This year, Disney brought online a new 270-acre 50 plus megawatt solar facility near Walt Disney World Resort, built in collaboration with the Reedy Creek Improvement District and Oregis or or Energy USA. The, the facility generates enough power from the sun to operate two of the four theme parks in Orlando. Wow. This installation joins Disney's Hidden Mickey Solar Array at Walt Disney World, a 5-megawatt installation in the shape of their very own Mickey Mouse, which you drive by every time you go into Epcot. Right, right. I can't imagine that. If they bought, if they built another large 200-plus acre, mm. they, could, they could run all of their theme parks, well, the, the four biggies, off of. Mm. Solar energy. That'd be pretty cool. Right. You know, I know like the, the if they put them on roofs of like buildings, they have to be bolted down, especially in Florida. I mean, if one of our hurricanes comes, you don't want to see all the panels, you know, blow into Universal. That would be bad. But, <laughs> you know, why can't they put 
more solar panels on all the flat roofs of all the Disney buildings on property. I mean, why are you cutting down trees and putting them there when the entire park buildings are all flat? You know, it may be because you have to put all those holes to mount them. And that could be a leak problem if there was a bad storm. You know, it could rip the roofs off them and then you have a bigger problem, I guess. I don't know. Mm, I'm not yeah. a Disney Park Imagineer yet. Uh, <laughs> Disney World is now reducing theme park hours beginning September 8th. So Walt Disney World theme parks have begun uh, have uh, have been open for nearly a month now, and Disney has uh, been regularly making operational modifications to everything from health and safety guidelines to riding procedures, dining offerings, and now park hours are being chopped. And they're not the only ones. Everybody's doing it. Uh, SeaWorld's doing it. Universal's doing it. So don't say, oh, the damn Disney. Everybody's doing it. They're all chopping up hours. Uh, with the exception of the morning rush at Disney's Hollywood Studios, I guess, attempt to join the virtual queue at Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, crowds have been notably light since day one. Uh, the fiscal third earning call, which was a couple weeks, a week ago, I think, uh, Mr. Chapek noted that Walt Disney World has experienced a higher-than-expected level of cancellations. Hmm. See? Uh, with fewer people choosing to travel to Orlando because of the COVID. The COVID. Thank you, Captain Obvious, Bob. <laughs> well, he's, he's in the right – he's in the footsteps of the master. Yeah. In uh, <laughs> an apparent response to this reduction in demand uh, beginning September 8th, Disney has cut park hours uh, by uh, one to two hours. And here is the new schedules or schedule, depending on where you're from. Magic Kingdom will be now operational from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's one hour difference. Epcot is now going from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's two hour difference. Disney's Hollywood Studios is going from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's a one-hour difference. And Disney's Animal Kingdom is going from 9 to 5. I think that's way too late. So it previously opened at 8, so that's an hour. And then it previously closed at 6, so that's another hour. Hmm. So uh, pass holders, I think, are a little upset about these decisions. I mean, they're supposed to be getting more park hours and they're getting less park hours and they're only limited to three a day, a three a week. So there are some issues with that. My Here's my prediction. I think they're going to, if here's my prediction, here's what I think they need to do. There are no special offers for anybody outside of Florida. I haven't seen any. And I spoke to our travel agent people, and they are not offering anything, any incentive, no deals of any sort to mm. come here. Right. They recently offered – you ready for this, John? Yeah. You're going to want to cancel your annual pass. You can get three days for $49 as a Florida resident. Really? Now, not only is that a great deal, but – that bumps you up the priority list of getting a park pass. <gasps> Dude. Because number one is resort guests. Number two is ticketed guests. 
So you go from a bottom feeder to number two on the list. Dude, seriously. <laughs> so I think they need incentives to get people to come here. Yes, I know Florida is a spiking state, but if you want people to travel, you got to offer them something. Give them the yeah. incentive to get on the That's plane. Got to got to tease them with it so that they can come test their yeah. luck, the COVID yeah. roulette. So my guess is if you don't incentivize them, there's right. only so many Florida residents that are willing to go to the park at these great discounts that you're offering. And I think they're going to not go to these reduced hours, but they're going to go to, well, the Magic Kingdom is only open on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Epcot's all open on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. They're going to start alternating what parks they're going to they're have two parks open, I think, a day, and then cut the other two out. And I think that's their next step. Yeah. You know. So that's that's oh. my opinion and my opinion only. I uh, okay. I'm about I'm about to say this, and I apologize for this, but maybe they opened everything a bit too early. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it maybe could be. It could be. Yep. And then you know, and then they could they kind of ease into it, like they ease into it. But uh, but mm. you know, we're quarterbacking it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah. I mean, we could. Yeah, we're not sitting in. You know, the CEO seat. Right. When you have stockholders barking at you to get the parks open so they can get their revenue stream back. Yeah. Losing or investors. Billions. Yeah, losing billions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. Oh, man. It's crazy. Crazy times we live in. And I don't mean to make fun of the COVID and mm. light of it, but when you live here in Florida, yeah. you, you just learn to adapt. And we're all like, yeah. You know. Um, if you like the show, if you love what we do here or just want to support us in some way, the best way to do that is to go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. We have a number of amazing opportunities for you to not only get more content, but to also get some amazing rewards. If you come in at the $5 level, you're going to get access to two shows a week on top of all the cool swag that we give away. Um, we do an extra magic hour show and an extra, extra magic hour show. At the $10 level, you get that plus the addition of the stunningly, like stunningly well-received Disney Plus podcast, and then we actually have uh, a level at uh, was it thirty five dollars, mm-hmm. where you can get all of the shows, all the swag up to thirty five dollars plus every month a new Disney by the Numbers T shirt club shirt is mailed directly to you. Yep. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, it's all done for you. It's part of the package. So, uh, so go check that out, patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, it doesn't cost a ton every month, but it does help us help help blah, blah, I can't talk. Does help us out tremendously uh, doing the hosting and some of the other stuff that we're doing behind the scenes. It's not cheap, kids. So uh, we'd love to do that, uh, but we need some help uh, making it happen, and that's what our Patreons are for. So we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you, and uh, – Go to patreon.com forward slash uh, Disney Parks Podcast. Very good. Hey, Mr. Donahue, we, uh, yeah, we had a trivia question last week, and it was, mm. what was the name of the magic shop on Main Street at Walt Disney World? I have no idea. Never been there. And it was the, the House of Magic. House of, of Magic. magic. House. Uh, yep. And it opened uh, March 19th, 1995. Wow. So it wasn't even there opening years. 
Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's deep. This is a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, is, yep. You know. So the winner uh, of that contest was Mark C. And Mark, uh, you need to reply to the email. I think uh, I think I got an out of office email. So when you get back from vacation, send us some email so we can send you something. Sweet. So here is an interesting trivia question this week, kids. Okay. Let me just get this ready. Okay. What is the current name of the dog in the Carousel of Progress? Now, he has not had the same name the entire time. What? So for bonus points, name the other four. Four names. Four names that dog has had. Okay. If you can name all four names. I will send you something special. Okay, but the question this week is, what is the current name of the Carousel of Progress doggy? A woof. Woof. Wow. Yep. And I... uh, if you can tell me, for super, super bonus points, okay. the color of the dog when it was at the World's Fair. Jeez, oh, Pete. Jeez, oh, Pete. How's that possible? <laughs> okay, so what's the name of the dog? What were the other names of the dog? Bonus points. Super bonus point. What color was the dog at the World's Fair? Jeez. Uh, we want to remind you to join us on Thursday show, which is not this. <laughs> <laughs> it's an entertainment show. It's an interactive entertainment show, and so it's not this. this entertaining? You're saying this isn't entertaining? This is entertaining, but, it's but not the other one's interactive entertaining. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a new show. Yep. Uh, so, is... so come join us normally on Thursdays at 8 p.m. for that. Now, the other thing, too, is uh, go to T Public. We have a bunch of designs with masks. Uh, you can also get, uh, you know, uh, the faint of phone cases, mugs, stickers, buttons. You get, you know, matching mug and phone case and mask. You'll look really cool, <laughs> you know, walking around the house or the park or you're in your office or whatever you're doing. Uh, and some merch, uh, we have t shirts and other things like that. You can do this at tpublic.com forward slash stores forward slash Disney hyphen parks hyphen podcast. Okay, and uh, there's lots of fun things uh, to go get over there. And uh, the masks are selling like hotcakes. I can <laughs> we sell wow. at least two or three a day. Wow! So the designs are hot. They're selling. I'll tell you, go get them. Great things to take to the park. Everybody will ask you where the hell did you get that mask. So, yep, and you can tell them. Yep, this parks podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Sweet. Um. Okay. In. <sighs> And this news story makes me scratch my head just a little bit. But you, you, you may or may not have heard of the Disney Parks Moms panel. That's kind of a big deal. I, I at one time, had, had desired to be on that group, even though I'm not a mom. But they, they let dads on there as well. Uh, and it's basically the site where you could ask Disney vacation planning questions and get personalized answers from a group of panelists who typically have their own expertise and experiences that they share. 
So what's interesting is for years, the panels consisted of not only moms, but dads, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and even folks who don't have children like me. Uh, so the mom's part of it never really told the complete story, which I always thought was interesting. I thought it was just really meant to be a mom's thing. And then, you know, a couple of friends of ours put their foot down and said, yeah, I don't think so. Right. Uh, so there's a new name. Uh, so no longer is it the Disney Parks mom panel. It's simply Plan Disney. <laughs> it actually does make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Di Plan Disney. I mean, there were dads involved. Yeah. So when the panel panel that first began, we can't talk tonight. When it first began, it was called Walt Disney World's Mom Panel, and it's changed a few layers to the Walt. Uh, it was the Walt Disney World Mom's Panel, and then it was changed to the Disney Parks Mom pa Mom's Panel because you know Disneyland. Uh, so the new name is more inclusive of the panelists who serve and the guests who pose their vacation planning questions. To which I think this is great. But I would encourage you to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel for professionals at our friends over at Destinations to Travel. I'm telling you, that they're, they're the one-stop shop. Yeah. So can, can I tell you a little antidotal story? Please tell me an antidotal. <clears throat> so I was trying to hunt down a complete list of only the open restaurants at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Okay. And I thought I had seen it somewhere in one of their no or goes. So I hopped onto their planning site and I asked the question, where can I find a complete list of just the open restaurants currently mm -hmm. at Walt Disney World? Mm -hmm. And I got back a two paragraph thing about how great the Epcot Food and Wine Festival was. And then a link to the restaurant page, you know, where you go and you have to, fil they go filter by where you want to go and then it'll show you which ones are open. Well, I could have done that myself. I know how to do that. Yeah. That's not what I was asking. I don't want to filter every resort and every park to tell me which one's open. Right. Just tell me the list. Anyway, so that was my yeah. antidotal story. They don't, uh, Disney doesn't like to see doesn't like you have that information because when you call to make a, a dining reservation or when you used to call and make a dining reservation, mm. they're like, you tell me what's available. Mm. Well, I can't tell you what's available. You have to tell me where you want to go. Right. Well, I don't know where I want to go until I know what's available. Right. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. You know, so here I am for 20 minutes throwing out, yeah. what about C's or Nemo and Friends or, you know, whatever that's called. Right. Nope, it's not available. Yeah. What about this place. Nope, right. that's not available. Well, right. What's available? Sorry, I can't tell you that. Right. That's not frustrating at all. So I'll give you the complete opposite of that. I uh, wanted to know the menu of Plancha for their Sunday breakfast. Not mm -hmm. brunch, let's call it. Uh, since they're not doing the whole shenanigans, they're just doing. So I didn't see it on the website. So I called them up and I said, you know, can you can you tell me what the menu is for plunch or for brunch? Because no, uh, I'll email you the menu so that you can have a copy. Oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> it's like, what? Wait, Disney can't give it to me. You'll email it to me. I'm like, oh, that'll be even better. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> customer service? Not customer service. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Oh, well. <laughs> All right, next up. Uh, WDW passholders now receive further info regarding a refund policy and August 11th deadline. Sorry, this is past. Uh, I don't even know if I should probably talk about this, but you had two options. You could have kept it or you could have gotten rid of it. What have you decided to do with yours, John? Let's do that. Uh, ours, actually, we let ours run out. Yeah, I did the same. We, we let ours run out. Yeah. And, you know, I, we struggled with it because yeah. I do this show. I do WW Park Hoppers. Yeah. I'm like, what are we going to do? Right. So what we've decided is is we're going to give it the rest of the year. But you were blacked out for this month anyway. Yeah, I was blacked out for Which is stupid. Summer. You're going to pay for something that you can't go to. And that's that was our train of thought. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to pay for this, and we, you know, because we chose uh, Silver Pass, we mm. couldn't use it until August, September. Yeah. And I'm like, I think you know it's what? like mid September. Yeah. Let's just let it run out. Let's get it through. And we knew that there would be mm. like the the deal you mentioned the other day. Mm. And you know, if there were Halloween parties, which there's not, or if there were Christmas parties, which mm. they're not. So those, yeah, they're not. They're definitely not. We figured that there would probably be opportunities for us to go. And we do have friends who are cast members. So if we really, really, really had to go, we could probably call in a favor. Right. But I don't know. It's just kind of nutty, yeah. right? Yeah. Mine expires um, August 23rd, I believe. Uh, mm. And I typically don't go during the summer. Yeah. Um, it's hot. Yeah, it's very hot. And hot with the mask on, I don't. No, thanks you. Dude, I walked out of my house today to to walk the dogs, mm. and my my glasses fogged like, up, fogged over. Yeah, I'm like dude, the humidity is ridiculous. Can uh-huh. you imagine walking around Disney? Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I love Disney guys, but it's just hot. It's just right. super duper hot. Yeah. So uh, Mulan, then go on to Mulan. Yeah, sure. Name? Yep. So there's there's been a little bit of a Interesting conundrum, and I have a theory. But uh, Mulan is uh, the live action version is going to be debuting on Disney Plus this September, mm. which has caused a little bit of consternation because what they're planning on doing is they're going to be charging. What is it? Twenty nine ninety nine. Yes. Yeah. Twenty nine ninety nine. Bob Chappick confirmed that when they release it, it's going to be twenty nine ninety nine. But I already have Disney Plus. To see Mulan, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay $29.99. Right. So if you love going to your local movie theater for latest releases, the first thing you'll think upon hearing this is like, well, what does this mean for future theatrical releases? Is this the end of going to the movies? To which most people will say no. I'm not so sure yet. Uh, so during an earnings call, Bob Chappick said that the direct-to-consumer release of Mulan is a quote-unquote one-off, meaning that this does not immediately signal the end of theatrical releases as we know them, and that Disney fans shouldn't expect this for other delayed releases like Marvel Studios' Black Widow. <clears throat> However, he did note that it was interesting uh, that they will be able to test out the release method to see how it does with subscribers to the service. So, Oh, yeah. As for what the twenty nine ninety nine will get you, it appears that it, this isn't going to be your average movie rental, according to uh, <laughs> a reporter uh, on Twitter. 
Take it for what it's worth. The additional cost will provide ongoing access to the film as long as the purchaser is subscribed to Disney Plus. So you're basically renting it forever. Renting it forever, which is kind of like well, buying it forever as a subscriber. As you still subscribe, <laughs> so if, if you go away from so Disney does Plus, it. it goes away. <laughs> yeah, plans are still in place for Milan to hit theaters, although I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're open at, when they open, if possible, so the film will at least get some kind of a normal theatrical run, in addition to its um, pay, pay, paid video on demand status on Disney Plus. So here's the thing. We've I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of different people about this. Mm. I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. Right. I just think it's the wrong movie. Mm. True. Because if they're going to test it, Mulan's not the movie that they should test it on. Mm-hmm. They should test it on Black Widow. Sure. And and the other thing about it is is I love something with to... a huge built-in audience. Yeah. I I think they're putting way too much stock in this Mulan movie, yeah. unless it's the second coming of movies, which mm-hmm. it may or may be very well may be. I doubt it, but it may be. Yeah, they're hyping it up a lot. Yeah, which but scares the thing, me. The thing is, is I I love going to movies, but I don't enjoy the experience anymore because you know people consider going to movies now, especially younger folks, are on their phones, they're talking full voice, they forget that they're not on their their couches for for thirty bucks. It's the same price my wife and I would pay to go to the movie theater, mm-hmm. minus the time, minus mm-hmm. the being around a bunch right. of people, minus the people standing up and walking past me trying to get popcorn. For 30 bucks for me to sit on my couch and watch a first-run movie, mm-hmm. I'd probably do it. This is also a good test for Disney because if they could come up with that extra – this is a word you hadn't heard in a while – tier mm-hmm. – you know, maybe we people will pay a little bit more for for pay per views like the like the sports events. I I would consider it. What yeah. about you? What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I agree with you. <clears throat> I, this is definitely a test of uh, can Disney do this. First of all, I, I want to see how they're going to build this into the app of how we're going to pay. Because I don't always trust Disney with their technology when they. Add something to something that already exists, kind of thing. There's always a glitch in the system. They're not very good with ticketing or collecting money. Mm-hmm. Uh, D23 would be a great example of that. Yeah. Not a flawless system. Uh, so it'll be interesting how they're going to do that. Are they going to use some other platform like Voodoo or iTunes to make the purchase and then it will appear in your Disney Plus? <clears throat> I don't know. So I want to see how that's going to be done. And I agree with you because, you know, I would much, I, I mean, I have I have a fairly large television. I have a surround system. Uh, and I would much rather sit at home on my couch eating dinner, drinking beer, having popcorn or whatever right. in my own house. Now, today I got an email from AMC and they are opening up the theaters. Uh all the theaters will be sprayed in between each performance. They've put in MERV 4 HEPA filters, which is the highest level. I mean, it's what hospital grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of their vacuums have been swapped out to HEPA filter vacuums. Now, hopefully they're not just your run-of-the-mill vacuums. Hopefully they got a commercial grade HEPA filter uh, vacuum that they will vacuum all the theaters with. And everybody's going to have to wear a mask for the entire show unless you're eating popcorn 
Right. Now, Disney learned from that. Everybody's going to say they're eating their popcorn and nobody will have a mask on the side. And they also said uh, it's going to be very limited capacity and uh, everybody will be social distance. And one of the other things in their little video was, and, you know, if you don't like the seat that you had picked and you want to move for to get socially distant away from a more socially distant, you'll be able to do that. <clears throat> As long as you're not getting closer to somebody, as long as you're staying, you know, away, away from anybody. So it'll be interesting to see how they're doing it. Uh, I would love to go to a movie, see new movies again. Period. I, yeah. I'm, I'm jonesing for movie entertainment. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. You know, but I agree with you. Black Widow would have been a much better choice. Yeah. Um, rather than Mulan. I mean, can I wait to see Mulan? Yeah, you know, <laughs> do I want to pay thirty dollars? No, not really. So I'm not sure yet if I'm well, going to you, bite the bullet. For it's the opposite. Usually, when we have these discussions, it's the opposite. It's it's cost prohibitive for me. Yeah, this makes more sense for yeah. me. For, yeah. for thirty bucks, sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and listen, if you got like a family of four, it's a steal. It's a bargain. Yeah. Super bargain. You know, I mean, that's crazy. You know. Yeah. So, um, you know, let us know in the comments what you guys think. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I'd be interested. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a fascinating discussion. Yep. Uh, so remaining Moonlight Magic uh, for 2020, canceled. Uh, if you're a Disney Vacation Club member, uh, some of your perks are slipping away, my friends, slipping away. Uh, Moonlight Magic session, sessions at Disney's Hollywood Studios have now been canceled. Uh, there were three Moonlight Magic dates left on the calendar for 2020, September 15th, September 22, and October 6th. They're gone. All have now been canceled. Uh, registration for the three fall holiday studio events uh, previously uh, have been postponed. Uh from its planned uh, July 15th date. In total, DVC owners lost nine hours of uh, nine after-hour events in 2020, including two at the Magic Kingdom, two at Epcot, and two at Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, DVC has expressed plans to add another night at Disneyland or Disney's California Adventure later in the year. Those specific dates have never been revealed. The date of them opening would have to start first. And then you can plan a party. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Walt Disney theme parks are currently operating on a limited 10-hour schedule to allow for additional sanitation measures uh, throughout the parks. Crowds are limited and social distancing measures are being enforced. Reduced wait times on most attractions have been uh, dampered. The need for private after-hour parties. Disney has previously announced that Mickey's Not So Scary is gone. And the status of the Christmas party is up for grabs. So Jeez. We'll see what happens. Um, this is my thing for the Christmas party. Depends on what happens with the election. Will to determine if there's going to be Christmas parties this year. Oh, my God. Seriously? That's what I'm throwing it out there, kids. Okay. Right. I'm throwing it out there. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the NBA is considering added the Delete 8 to the uh, Disney bubble. Well, why don't you bring them in the first place? It's my question. You know, 
Eight National Basketball Association teams were left out of the current bubble at Walt Disney World, um, but they have reportedly been in talks providing them with Disney-sponsored play facilities. <gasps> when Disney arrived, uh, when NBA arrived at Disney in Florida, uh, it brought 22 teams that were closest to being in comp- competition for the 16 playoff spots. The eight remaining teams, inanimate, ign, ign, ah. Ignon, ignominiously, that's it. Ignominiously dubbed, I hate that word. Ignominiously dubbed the Delete Eight. Have a, well, you try reading copy, boys and girls? Come on over to my end of the party. We'll see how you feel about it. Uh, they were dubbed the Delete Eight and have been exploring ideas for finding their own venues to compete for several weeks after dismissing scenarios in several cities, including Chicago. Discussions discussions were turned to Disney. Again, uh, the athletic Sam Amick reports that there have been discussions paid, paid discussions, paid discussions about bringing the eight teams to Florida. I don't know what that means. The timing of their arrival is not known. However, Amick uh, points out that the NBA's presence in Lake Buena Vista will be reduced to just four teams by September 15th and two teams by September 30th. Praise God. Teams are slated to depart the current bubble as they are eliminated from the playoff competition. Usually when you win a playoff, you go to Disney World. Mm. You know, now if you lose, you're like, I'm going home. I'm going to Universal. That's right. Creating uh, opportunities <laughs> for new new teams to arrive. Uh, so while play among the Delete Eight would not have playoff implications, players and coaches have expressed a desire to find some playing venue for athletes whose layoff is now longer than the typical NBA offseason. The eight teams in question uh, have been idle since at least March 12th, a period which is just short of five months. Wow. NBA players are currently housed at two Disney Vacation Club adjacent hotels. In Disney's Yacht Club and Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Disney's Coronado Springs Resort serves as a hub for league activity. Disney recently delayed Coronado Springs reopening by a day from October 14th to the 15th because the NBA finals are scheduled for completion no later than October 12th. That gives them time to clean it all up. Right. Hose it down. That's right. (laughs) The Yacht Club is due to reopen on August 24th and the Grand Floridian on September 21st. A continuation of the NBA bubble could resort in further reopening delays at one or more resorts. So here's my theory. Hey, uh, NBA. Hey, what's going on, Disney? Oh, not a lot. Not a lot. We've got an idea. We'd like to bring the Delete 8 to Walt Disney World. Mm. Oh, that's great. I'd love to. Where are we going to be staying? Are we going to be staying at like the Grand Floridian? Mm, no, not quite. Uh, we, we're going to be staying at like, uh, you know, Caribbean Beach Resort? Mm, not quite. We have the <laughs> Art of Animation. Art of Animation? Mm, no, where where are you going to be staying? All Star Sports. <laughs> you are a sports team, right? You are a sports team. We'll keep that whole wing free. It'll be the Disney bubble. Yeah, we'll keep you in the basketball wing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I also think too that the the other reason they're doing this is if they can't get people from the outside to come. You might as well just take the NBA's money for another eight weeks or whatever. Why not? Money is money. You don't care where it's coming from. I'm sure that's kind of what their thought process is. Okay. Uh, If you don't know, uh, I have a theory about this, but Home Depot is the winner this year. And I Mm. think uh, Home Depot and Lowe's go back and forth. And this year it's Home Depot. They won the Halloween 
uh, contract. So Home Depot is featuring a new line of Disney inflatables just in time for Halloween. So if you want to decorate your yard up. Uh, Disney and the Home Depot have partnered together to bring an all-new line of Halloween inflatables featuring plenty of spooky Disney characters. The collection includes Mickey and Minnie, Jack Skellington, Oogie Boogie, Locke. I don't even know who that character is. Uh... Shock and Barrel from The Nightmare Before Christmas and Miguel and Dante from Coco. So Uh nothing says Halloween like dead people in New York. Yeah. All of the inflatables in the collection range in size from 3.5 feet to 12 feet tall, uh, including energy-efficient LEDs and are self-inflating and come with stakes and tethers needed to, to secure them to the elements. Because it's nothing like watching Oogie Boogie fly across your yard during a hurricane. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't glow when he flies, though. That's right. Plugged. Uh, you can check out the entire Disney Halloween inflatable collection at the Home Depot. Here are some samples. So Mickey is three and a half feet tall. He's an inflatable and he's twenty nine ninety nine. Then you can get Minnie Mouse, who's also three and a half feet tall and is also twenty nine ninety nine. Coco and Miguel and Dante are six feet tall uh, and, <clears throat> and cost a hundred and twenty nine dollars. Jack Skellington and Zero. Is a five foot tall inflatable, and that is sixty nine ninety eight. And there are many, many, many more. I think there was like close to twelve to sixteen of these little puppies. Yeah, we'll spend one hundred twenty nine dollars on a six foot blow up Miguel Dante that you can only use for a couple months out of the year, but you won't spend twenty nine ninety nine to see Mulan and own it for the rest of your Disney <laughs> Plus life. No. Thought I'd forgotten, did you? Uh-huh. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Uh, any of these you plan on grabbing? Uh, I, I would like the Mickey. I, I have to go see the Mickey Minnie again. I, I just saw a picture on the internets. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Mickey Minnie would be uh, fun. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I sent my Christmas ones to my brother because I'm not here for Christmas. I was like, well, let me at least send them someplace where I can see them during sure. Christmas. <laughs> Makes sense. Hey, uh, if you're going to the Tokyo Disneyland Resort... And you like Moki, the kids, all I think you, it's Mochi. Mochi, sorry. Yeah. Uh, all you can eat green alien mochi is now available at Tokyo Disneyland. Ooh. Yeah, come on. The green alien mochi is uh, one of the most, if not the most, iconic Disney parks uh, dessert. And they're only at Tokyo Disney Resort. Any explorer who visits the parks in Japan has to try them at least once. On a normal day... The most you're able to buy are three, a custard, a strawberry, and a chocolate cream, which is more than enough for most people. What if we were to say that you were able to test your stomach's capacity in eating as many as you physically can? (laughs) (laughs) So starting uh, back on August 7th, now you're able to book a dessert buffet. What? Mm. A dessert buffet at the Crystal Palace in Tokyo Disneyland. The news came out of nowhere uh, because there's never been a dessert-only buffet before, unless we're wrong. Uh, The dessert buffet is 2,098 yen, or around $27 per adult, for 60 minutes. (laughs) You have a 60-minute time limit. Uh, we don't know how long the buffet is going to last. Um, things constantly are in flux at Tokyo Disneyland. 
uh, Tokyo Disney Resort. You'll have to make a reservation in advance, of course. Uh, so while it is a buffet, you don't grab the food yourself. Cast members will hand out the food to you, so don't get too weirded out. Um, if you don't know exactly what the desserts are, um, the, um, the, I don't know how to explain them. Um, I don't, I don't even want to try. Uh, trust me. It's, you know, give it a whirl. Strawberry chocolate can't be bad. (laughs) Can't be bad. No, it's not. Uh, next up, Hollywood studios now debuts a new contactless entry. Uh, so always moving forward, Hollywood Studios is the latest theme park to dive into this new contactless security checkpoint at entrances. Uh, joining the other Walt Disney World Resort locations that already have uh, embraced the wave of the future, Epcot and the Animal Kingdom were the first, and that's how they caught the pot lady, pot gun lady. Uh, the park had been the park had workers uh, install the Evolve Express bag check scanners, which now replaces the metal detectors that were previously in place. So you walk through stroller, backpack, everything in tow, nothing gets touched, nothing gets opened. That's it. And then if they feel something is in your bag, according to the scan, then they will bring you to a secondary uh, checkpoint. Wow. Yep. And everybody, there's no like, uh, you know, bagless thing. Everybody goes through the scanner now. Uh, these new scanners make security uh, checks go faster and more efficiently, limiting crowding, which is essential as Walt Disney World uh, works to minimize COVID risks. Those with smaller bag, as well as people who aren't carrying bag, large items, umbrellas, aerosols in their bags can simply walk through the scanners. This simplified matters, especially compared to the old digging through your bag method to Mm. try and find the toothpick in the haystack. Mm. Uh, The greatest part of the scanner is it's contactless. No touchy. No touchy. You no touchy, my stuffy. That's got to make you so happy. It makes me very happy. Uh, even the larger bags that required the extra look can remain on the guest possessions at all times. Uh, the security offer will simply ask for the person to put the bag on the table and push the items aside so that they can see everything inside. Faster and less invasive and much easier than the old way of doing things. The Evolve scanners are state-of-the-art. Uh, they claim to be able to scan 60 people a minute for firearms or threats. That makes it 10 times faster and Way more safer and efficient than a security mm. host with a stick poking in your bag. <laughs> I never understood the guy with the sticks, like he was stirring the things in your bag. Oh no, I got it. He, you know, he didn't want to touch anything in there. And if there is something sharp, like a needle, he didn't want to stick his fingers in there. So a stick is much more. The question you ask is: Do you have anything sharp in your bag that would stick me? Yeah, because everybody's going to tell you the freaking truth. Just like that lady that tried to bring pot and two handguns into the Magic Kingdom. Ma'am, do you have anything that could shoot me or get me high in your bag? No. <laughs> Boom. Pot and two guns. <laughs> do you think people always tell the truth? I No. And uh, <laughs> I would have liked to know if she would have been able to get that in the old way. Oh. Maybe. I think the answer is yes. 
I think it's yes. I think it's probably yes too. Yeah. Yeah. I have a buddy of mine. It's a cop. Hmm. And I haven't seen him in a couple of years since they put in all the metal detectors. But he said, I'm always I'm always wearing I'm always a cop. Hmm. I'm always I wonder yeah. do they allow off duty officers to bring no. a gun into the park if no, he I has don't. his badge and his gun with him? Well, he was from out of state, so I, I don't think the answer to that is no. Yeah, out of state no. But if it was in Orange County or Osceola uh, that's the two services they use. Would they allow one of them off duty to carry his gun if he had his badge and his gun with them? You know, well, it's going down maybe around. not his family if he just came solo or his girlfriend, let's say. I don't know. Okay. So so if if an off duty cop with a badge and a gun who's off duty, so the badge means nothing. It's just a badge. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus a carry and conceal license, which mm-hmm. means you can take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't take a gun on Disney property unless mm-hmm. you're right. authorized to have a weapon on right. you. And an off-duty cop, I would say no. All mm-hmm. the cops out there are probably screaming right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love cops, mm-hmm. but you know, right. I also like being able to protect myself. So I'm a little weird about this. I mean, they may say, well, they, it, it may be the exception to the rule because they do typically invite them oh sure to work or to be on property so right right who knows yeah i'll have to ask yeah i'll have to ask wait i know somebody that yeah i have to ask i have somebody i can find out let me know yeah i I have somebody that's a lead uh supervisor that i can ask sweet yeah um disney crude line was unable to set sail due to the current global pandemic recently so uh they just recently uh extended the super uh excuse me the suspension of their sailings as they removed all of the cruises for november of 2020 so the next available cruise on the website is not until early of december which is kind of the boat that we're in on a different cruise line because of these cancellations the company has offered a few different options for those who had a cruise booked and were affected one of those offerings was that guests had the choice of a sit down for this one kids 125% cruise credit mm-hmm. for a future sailing or a full refund guests had to use those credits by uh, March 31st of 2020 now uh, 2022 thank you now Disney Cruise Line is extending that to May 31st of 2022 wow one of the uh, one of the uh, cast members crew members cast members I guess they're still cast members um, had a uh, well there, I can't read that uh, during this time of uncertainty Disney Cruise Line wants to provide you and your family with even more flexibility when your sailing is canceled due to COVID-19 uh, you're offered the choice of either a full future cruise credit which equals 25% of your original voyage fare to be used by March 31st or full refunds so that's 125% uh, now it's been extended to May 31st of 2022 I said 2021 I'm sorry Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I mean, um, if you have questions, certainly reach out to your travel agent. Yeah. If you don't have a travel agent, may we suggest one for you? Uh, go to our friends at Destinations to Travel. So that's that's interesting. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I know cruise lines are doing everything mm-hmm. they can. They're really taking it on the chin. 
Yeah. I think they're going to have the hardest time because they fall under federal guidance. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. if, if it wasn't governed by the CDC, yeah. uh, they'd probably be up and running. You know, but the fact that they have a federal authority looming over them, no, yeah, it's not going to happen. Plus, they're germ incubators. I mean, there's yeah. no there's no way around it. And I love cruising, mm. man. It's, but what's uh, the difference between that germ incubator and a plane germ incubator? Time spent, because <laughs> you're in a plane, you're only in a plane for like maybe what eight hours. Mm. You're on a cruise for three days. Mm. You know, mm. it doesn't take you it doesn't take you very much time to to get. Uh, you know, to to get exposed to it, I get that. But man, you're on a cruise ship. Everything, I mean, is a high touch surface. Everything's a high touch surface. So, yeah. I mean, even in the best of times, they they're constantly telling you, wash your hands, mm-hmm. use this. Here, every time you go into dinner, they're handing out the wet wipes. Right. You know, there's no question. You have to you have to do this. Yeah. And um, they're they're protecting against the normal coronavirus. <laughs> Right. Not this new pumped up kicks one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had a whole story about the uh, actors equity union dispute and it's continuing. But it seems like uh, I just read an update today and I get a chance to to put it in this. But uh, they've come to an agreement now and they are uh, the equity uh, actors are going back to work. Mm. Uh, so some of the shows are going to be starting up. I don't know how they're going to do the social distance seating yet. Uh, and then characters like the, uh, the Hollywood characters, the characters on main street, uh, I think will come back as well because they now got clearance. I think they're going to have to do, I think they're doing a little bit more stringent testing for them. If I read that correctly, uh, because they, obviously they'll have to wear a mask, which kind of impedes with the, I would call, show. Right. But um, they will be out, I think, in the open-ish a little bit more. And that right. was, I think, the actor's concern, not really Disney's concern, <laughs> sadly. So I think they're getting some extra uh, medical treatment, I let's say. So yeah. I'm just glad that they're back. I mean, I had some ideas on what Disney could have done. You know, especially at the Magic Kingdom. Now they put, I, uh, I heard now the characters are up on the train station. Mickey's in his um, birthday suit. Hey. His confetti suit. Let's his call it his confetti suit. suit. Not his birthday <laughs> suit. He's in his confetti suit. Uh, and uh, some other characters are up there with him. So now the characters are up there. And so that would be a good place, I think, for the Main Street characters. You know, the fireman, the councilman yada yada i don't know where they could do that at the studio you know where they could put them in upper level places to keep them out of harm's way so they'll have to figure that out yeah so interesting yeah very very interesting exactly all right so um i guess with advanced dining reservations may have their plans changed with the new park hours Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, what was that? Cutting the story or cutting the cutting the hours? Cutting the hours. Yeah. Although it's been a blast seeing uh, 
I'm reading this from Disney's perspective, so go with me on this. Although it's been a blast seeing our friends out in the character cavalcade or hop on our favorite rides again, we've been thrilled to be back at all the restaurants again. Wow, we've been enjoying revisiting the Hollywood Brown Derby and the best chicken tenders at Art Smith's Homecoming. There have been some changes at the Disney restaurants. While the dining locations inside the parks and resorts have been following detailed health and safety regulations, guests with advanced dining reservations may be seeing some changes soon, since Walt Disney World will be further reducing their limited park hours on September 8th. Availability for dining will be shortened along with them. (laughs) Magic Kingdom will now be operating from 9 to 6. Epcot will be from 11 to 7. And uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios will be welcoming guests from 10 until 7. And Magic Kingdom, like Tony said, will be cutting off uh, to 9 to 5. Although guests will still be able to explore everything open in the parks, advanced dining reservations may be effective for some guests. Now, if reservations reservations were made during the park's previous hours, but the park won't be open during the times anymore, guests may not be able to dine there. <laughs> so... Let's say you booked a reservation at Tiffin's at 5.30. With the previous 6 p.m. closure at Animal Kingdom, this wouldn't be a problem. It would be fine. But Disney is doing everything they can to reach out to the affected guests individually. Because now that the parks are closing at 5, you can't eat after 5. So if cast members uh, can't reach a guest in time, they will provide an auto-cancellation date soon. And they probably won't be charging your credit card. Mm. So... Uh, if you, uh, however, you can go online to modify your reservation instead, uh, so you're still able to use it. If a guest returns to a park without being aware of the changes, Disney has also stated that they will take care of this reservation themselves, but that could mean that your dining plans are canceled. While Disney continues updating its opening and closing procedures, right. they will let you know everything you need to know about dining in the parks and resorts. Yeah, and it's not hard to change reservations now because there's just no demand. It's not like you know, in nineteen in twenty nineteen, when you couldn't get a reservation at all. Never mind change one. Right. Uh, I mean, you can move it days, hours, party size. It's all through the app now. There's yeah. no phone calls, right? No. Yeah, no phone calls. I love all, talking all, to the cast members. Yeah, though. All through the app. But uh, yeah, this this it, it, it's easy to get a dining reservation these days. Sweet, it's not hard. Yeah. All right, are we ready? Hey kids, how about a little headline news? And now the headline news. All right, first up, the Magic Kingdom people mover. Is down for the count. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> Stitch got it. Stitch said, yeah. oh, really? Watch this. Yeah. So it's now listed as under refurbishment. And uh, we don't know how long. So that will be interesting to see what happens over there. Uh, the executive chef at Epcot's France Pavilion is retiring after 38 years. Wow. And I met the dude. Uh, it's an old French guy. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, I've met him before, too. He's a great yeah. guy. Yeah. Very nice, uh, but he's going out. He's like, you know what? I'm done. I don't like this COVID thing. I'm going to see nope. you. Yep. Nah, I'm done. Done skis. Yep. Au revoir. Yep. Au revoir. Arrivederci. 
<laughs> oh, that's Italian. I'm taking Sorry. my escargot with me. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. Uh, here's an update. Uh, remember we spoke about uh, Disney wanting this uh, tax thing in the courts? Mm -hmm. It's been reversed. What a shocker. By uh, upper court. <laughs> doo -doo, doo -doo, so doo -doo. apparently uh, Orange County and Osceola had a little bit more power than Disney. A little bit more muscle. Um, a, uh, I don't know if you heard this story too. Mm -hmm. There's a woman who brought some CBD oil to the Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. and is now filing a wrongful arrest suit against Disney saying CBD is not contained THC. Yeah, it's not on the list, is it? No, it's not. But her CBD oil did test positive for uh, a certain percent percentage of THC, which oh, then man. made it illegal. Oh, for crying out loud. And off to court we go, my friends. I hope she wins. <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. Uh, in other good news, if you do want to come to Walt Disney World, uh, the friendly governor of Florida has ended all tri-state area restrictions. So if you're from New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut. Come on down. My family included. And you would like to come to Walt Disney World. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> Play Florida COVID roulette. Come on down. At least you're not going to Dade County, okay? That's right. If you're going to Dade County, you're taking your life in your yeah. hands for more than just the COVID. Yeah. Uh, and we all saw the Splash Mountain uh, vehicle sink. And I think this is just Splash Mountain trying to get its revenge back at Disney. Oh, close us, you will. How about if we start sinking some of the boats? Yeah. <laughs> Really, I think, you know, there's that story of like, if you don't say goodnight to oh, George, George yeah, yeah. In, in the Haunted Mansion or the Pirates ride, Pirates, that, you know, the whole ride goes haywire the next day. Mm -hmm. I think Splash Mountain's getting its revenge. Uncle Remus. Uncle, I was going to say, Uncle Remus is coming <laughs> back. He'll get the last laugh. He'll get the last zippity doo dah. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity -yay. Now we'll get another ding on YouTube today. I'll sink all your boats today. All right. Uh, early registration for the 2021 Star Wars Rival Run has started. So all you runners that want to, you know, race with a Darth Vader mask on, do it. That anyway. Do it! Race! Double Dark Dairy. Yeah, I I think they're still talking about this one being a real race, not a virtual. So, they've got both. Yeah, yeah, they got both. And uh, another very interesting news: Brightline is taking over the high-speed train to Disney World that will or could or should open in 2022. Now I know construction has begun in several places for this mm -hmm. said train. Uh, and uh, I would like to see a high-speed train go to Disney. Imagine you land at uh, Orlando Airport. You mm -hmm. head over to the Terminal C Terminal. Mm -hmm. You hop on a high-speed train. In, in minutes, you're at Walt Disney World rather than getting on that horrible, horrible Mears bus. <laughs> I mean, come on. That is accurate. I would high-speed train it to Disney World any day of the week. Yeah. Now, Could the be. question is, where will they build the station? That's the question. Yeah. That's the question. That'd be interesting. 
Yeah. It might be super convenient for you con- considering where you live. Yeah, I could take the train to go to dinner. Yeah. Well, that was the thing when they were when we were talking high speed rail back in Tampa when I was living over in Tampa, they were mm. like everybody could come here and jump on the train and go to Disney and like, whoa, 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 wait. Mm. I gotta drive forty five minutes south to mm. Tampa because I lived in a northern suburb to drive down mm. by the jail, which is not a safe place, yeah. to get on a train mm-hmm. to ride fifty five minutes. Because it's going to make three stops along the way right. to get to Disney. So that's an hour and 45 minutes when I could just drive straight there and 50 minutes from front door to front door. Mm. I don't think that makes sense. Yeah. It's It was an inner city thing. It was just, you know, people right. who lived downtown who couldn't go a lot of places. Right. Now they could go. Right. And think of this, too, because I saw some initial plans when they were, you know, drawing out these trains and things. There was supposed to be a train, too, from the airport that went to I drive and stopped in several places. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we just circle back to the airport and we just keep kind of going in this loop kind of thing. But imagine if you were staying in an I drive uh, resort and you can hop on the train, take it back to the airport and then shoot shoot out to Disney. You would never have to get in your car. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. So think of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of possibilities. The world is endless of possibilities. Yeah. And Branson has ulterior motive of getting you from, obviously, the airport to his hopefully soon-to-be-open cruise line down in Miami. That is accurate. That his, that, I mean, that's his ultimate goal. But if, he can, if you have to stop at Disney for a couple of days, he doesn't care. Right. As long as you get on the— As long as you get on the cruise ship at the end, he's okay with that. I think it's the Red Lady is the name of the uh, cruise yeah. ship. Yeah. I, I just like the fact that it's an adult-only cruise. Yes. That sounds very enticing to me. Agreeable. Yeah, yeah very agreeable to me. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. All right, guys. We appreciate you guys uh, listening and taking time to be a part of the show. If you're not doing anything normally on Monday nights, come join us for the uh, the Disney Parks live show on Facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast. If you're not doing anything on Thursdays, normally we do a fun infotainment show at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Come hang out with us. If you'd like to support the show, please come over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Come find us at our home on the internet at DisneyParksPodcast.com. We get links to all of our social media as well as our friends and our uh, good uh, vendor buddies like uh, Destinations to Travel. And uh, like I said, if you're looking for a travel agent, go to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. That'll get you the fastest to a uh, travel planner. Uh, Tony, is there anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. Thanks for being here tonight, guys. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks.